High Noon with George Hook. Thanks to ClaytonHotels.com with 17 hotels across Ireland and the UK. We're still moving statues. Danny in Cork says Julius Caesar and Augustus Caesar were both slave owners. Uh, Should we get rid of July and August to be politically correct? I love it. A temporary listener says, and this is echoed by a lot of Irish people, just anecdotally, he says, or she says, I remember being shocked to see Oliver Cromwell's statue standing proudly outside the House of Commons. Uh, That's when the listener first went to London in the 80s. Well, Cromwell has a completely different standing in the United Kingdom, uh, in Britain, anyway, in England, anyway, than he has over here. Um, so uh, the situation now is that on a Tuesday at about just after one o'clock, um, I, as you know, Leo Varadkar has appoint, employed a whole team of PR agents. Donald Trump has just got one. My next guest, Michael Graham. Uh, Michael Graham, welcome <laughs> to the programme. How's the, how's the PR gig going with President Trump? Uh, if I were President Trump's PR guy, he would have fired me the first day, the first hour. As you know, George, I'm allegedly a never Trumper, but I am, I will say this as bad as Donald Trump's logic can be on occasion, he absolutely dwarfs the attempts at rational thinking of your previous guest. I mean, that, that was the kind of fourth grade thinking that would get an F on a paper turned into high school, separate from your feelings about, you know, the broader issue of what to do about the past. If you really believe that there's a problem that not enough people in Britain or Ireland know about people of color who led, you know, the way for freedom and democracy, whatever, the solution isn't to kick over Lord Nelson. The solution is to put up more statues, put out more information. And I love the fact that she was horrified that the curriculum of a culture would be to celebrate the good things that culture. What, what a terrible thing. I think we should send everybody to school every day to learn why Ireland sucks. That's what we should do yeah. with our kids. Because I, God forbid somebody you know have a reason to like the country they live in. And then, oh, I don't know, maybe want to defend it in time of war or defend their neighbors in time of natural disaster. What a crazy concept, huh? Well, I b- before one o'clock, we had a Guardian journalist, great left-wing newspaper over here, something that you don't have in America, but a great <laughs> left-wing newspaper over here called The Guardian, and she wants to pull Lord Nelson down in Trafalgar Square because he was a slave owner, Com- you know, um, completely forget- and not willing. I think, Michael, the interesting thing was she wasn't willing to accept any of the good stuff um, that I did. I must say, I've consistently been surprised by American women uh, who have voted in their millions for adulterers. I mean, they seem perfectly happy to have adulterers as their president. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm not following the connection. Well, but President okay. Clinton, President Clinton was was elected for his second term, according right. to uh, the New York Times or some such. Uh, organ uh, by the soccer moms right. now yeah, I no, can't, no, why would any soccer mom vote for Bill Clinton and evangelical Christians voted for Donald Trump despite his lifestyle that might seem less 
uh, uh, comfortable in the book of Psalms and more comfortable in a copy of Playboy. So that's what people do. But I, I don't get the connection. To me, this is th- this debate about history shows how self-absorbed and lost the baby boomers and millennials are. Baby boomers believe that everything started with them. There was never any pop mu- music until the baby boomers discovered the Beatles. There was never sex until the baby boomers had the sexual revolution. There were no drugs until they started, you know, tripping in and tripping out. And this is is all idiocy. And there was no history before them, and their standards are the right ones, and everyone who fails to meet their standards, you know, is evil. Yeah. I can argue with, and in fact I won't, but but in Ireland we had a phrase which said there was no sex until the late, late show on television. (laughs) but, but, But the issue of history is really interesting that I do think millennials think that history began with the 21st century. I really do. I mean, I, I really think they believe that. And the, 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 the biggest single problem they'll make is you started. It's not you personally, but there was no real talk about statues until poor Robert E. Lee came down off his perch. And that kind of started it. In Memphis now, they won't a show uh, Gone with the Wind in a movie right. theater. I mean, you've no, lost the show, plot. I don't think we should show Gone with the Wind because it's just a sucky movie. It's long, tedious. The writing is horrible. Everyone overacts. There are a bunch of reasons not to show that piece of garbage, but not because of the the piece of art that it is. And once again, it's art. Remember, George, many of the same loony lefties in America who want to pull down statues of Confederate symbols because they find them offensive support using tax dollars to put up works of art that are intentionally offensive, like a crucifix in a jar of urine or like the a portrait of the Virgin Mary covered with elephant dung. And I'm not making those up. Those are real live, actual examples of taxpayer subsidized art that these people support because their attitude is, well, it sh- you shouldn't be offended. You should have bigger, broader mind. You should tolerate things that bother you. OK, well, fine. Show me some tolerance. I can't. Admiral Nelson was icky. It's just it's idiocy on every level. What's happening is that the progressive left is getting dumber and dumber every day. They're so dumb that Donald Trump is having to get even dumber faster to stay ahead of them. I was I'm glad you raised it. I think he's going to get reelected because the left is so dumb that they'll put up a candidate so dumb that Americans are going to look at it and say, listen, I prefer the other one. And and it's interesting. In my Boston Herald column that came out this morning at bostonherald.com, it's about the violence over the weekend uh, where there was going to be a pro-Trump rally and the pro-Trump rally was canceled because of all – everyone knew that the left progressives, Antifa, the anti-fascist people, were going to show up and cause violence. So the police set up a perimeter to defend this park. And they had were checking no backpacks, no skateboards, no sticks, no you know no no uh, signs on a on a pole. But then you see the video of people being the crap is just being beaten out of them. Five people sent to the hospital, thirteen arrests, and all these people have masks on and they have sticks. And so a reporter asked the cops what happened. And they well we just abandoned the park. We just let them take it. Well why why would you abandon the park to these crazies? And the answer was quote. No need for a confrontation over a grass patch. In other words, it's not worth the fight. 
So what if free speech is being stomped on? So what if there's political violence? It's not worth the fight over a grass patch. Well, you know, America is basically just one big grass patch. And if we're going to say that this far left lunacy, including violence, is going to be tolerated because it's not worth fighting, it's not worth standing up, then, George, you may be right. Because most Americans see violent idiots, whether they're neo-Nazis or whether they're, you know, loony, progressive, Occupy people, and they want the violence to be stopped. They care about this grass patch. But, uh, Michael, there's one other thing you might explain to me, which I wanted to stop your rant, really, primarily. Um, But (laughs) I was reading all last week that Hurricane Harvey was on the way and that this was going to be the the first real test of the Trump presidency, right? Now, we're seeing pictures of Texas, but presumably he's not terribly worried because only Hispanics have lost their homes. Is that... Donald Trump will be in Texas today. He's already announced that he's probably going to return to the region on Saturday. And I, it was interesting. Uh, I have I, a brand new pod. I have a brand new podcast that launched this week, and one of my guests this morning was a Politico writer. And you know, Politico magazine is no fan of Donald Trump. And the guest grumpily admitted that there's nothing to complain about from the Trump administration's performance thus far. Very, very in Texas. Yeah. So well, far, he's just sent a tweet, literally 120 seconds ago, leaving now for Texas. Right. Yeah. He doesn't want to make the mistake that that George J. Bush did. In fact, the what happened in Katrina was not a federal failure at all. It was the local idiot government, and the lo- governor and the local idiot mayor. But it looked bad to have uh, you know Bush flying over. You know, he didn't he jump out front. So it's all about the optics, blah, blah, blah. And that's, you know, unfortunately what politics has come down to. Now, George, can I ask you a question? Yeah. This story that your producer sent me that you guys subsidize train rides yeah. from Bally Bump to Donald Dump or whatever. Yeah. 800 bucks per ride? Yeah. You guys really do? You, and, and that line is still open? People can still get on that train? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That can't, we... that can't, no, no. You do not pay $800 in subsidies for someone to go 55 miles from Leprechaun Land to... You know, Guinnessville or whatever it is. Yeah, no, you but, do not. Uh, no, but hold, Michael, there, this isn't an Irish issue, right? The French probably subsidize their trains by more, or the Germans or the British or whatever. The thing is that we have this fundamental belief that people should be on public transport and we make it affordable. So on the other hand, when my flight was cancelled from Washington, D.C. to uh, JFK, I went on the train and being George, of course, I bought a pretty smart ticket uh, uh, to keep me away from the riffraff and it cost me five or six hundred dollars. Now the Uh same... The same fare in Ireland will be $100. Yeah. Well, the same fare, but not the cost. No, correct. Because the cost, That's the is, still cost, the cost. is the same. Yeah. Exactly. And so here's my point Do the taxpayers listening to me right now on News Talk feel good about spending 800 bucks so some <laughs> little old lady can visit her sister? 
55 miles away. What? How do you spend that much money making someone go 50 miles? What, what, what are your trains running on? Caviar? No, but hold what, on. What, what do you hold use to on. fuel them? No, hold Unicorn on. Unicorn hair? Do you want it to be told or you just want to sort of wrap it on? I, I want to understand. Uh, the little old lady is very important here, right? Because it could be little old me. I have a card, right? I have a card which is given to people of an advanced age, okay? Over mm-hmm. 65, 66, that kind of right. thing. And we are entitled to travel free <laughs> on the train or on the bus, okay? So we just walk on the train, sit down, and show our card, and we're in business, okay? Now, right. What the rail company is increasingly discovering is the only people on the train are little old ladies or little old George (laughs) who aren't paying. So the majority of people who are on the train aren't paying. And then little old George, because I can't remember whether I'm going to Cork or Limerick, I have to have somebody (laughs) with me, right? No, this is true. I have to have somebody with me and they don't pay either. So holy moly! I told you you should have. Fifteen years ago, I told you to come and live here. I told you fifteen years ago, come and live here, but you wouldn't come because you said tax was fifty-five percent, and you weren't going to pay it. Right. Well, because I don't want to pay for rich, old, chubby guys like you to ride on my dime. And so, my question is: At what point is it too much? You're willing to spend seven hundred and sixty-one euros. To ride from Limerick to whatever the hell Bally it is. Brophy. Yeah. So, wh- so you're going to go to 900 euros, 1500 euros. I mean, at what point do you say, "Hey, Granny, you really want to go see, you know, cousin"? Well, cousin the only people Bailey? who are well, traveling. They get your ass in a car and go. The people who are traveling from Limerick to Bally Brophy are little old ladies or little old fat broadcasters. Well, <laughs> uh, why wouldn't we go? We travel for nothing, Mick. I mean, you seem to be unaware or you seem to be unable to calculate nothing. I mean, but nothing not seems nothing. to be a problem the, for you. The, your listeners are paying for it. Your listeners right now yeah, are paying for it. Correct. With the money that they should correct. be using to pay for their water. No. But somehow they don't pay for that either. So I'm totally just lost. Yeah, well, to put the only one. No, make stop now. And, you know, when you get to 67, you've probably spent <laughs> four decades paying tax to the nation. Mm. So then you say to the nation, I've worked my butt off for four decades. Time for you to look after me now in my declining years. And we say, yeah, I give you a free bus and give you a free uh, television license. Don't forget television license, mate. Oh, that's right. Yes. A free television license and free, free, free. You know, that's the way it works. And uh, the fact that the person who's 70, 67 years old is, you know, wealthy, doesn't need the money, doesn't well, matter. That's no, no, completely no. Irrelevant. And the other thing that, oh, yeah, and the doctor, of course, you don't pay the doctor either. Even like, so Donald Trump, I, he might be 67, but if he were, well, Bush, but all right, well, okay, Donald Trump wouldn't have to pay the doctor if he were the president of Ireland as opposed to the president of the USA. Because once you're 70, no more doctor's bills, even if you're a multimillionaire. Okay. Do the listeners of News Talk understand how astonishingly insane that is? You should have a, you should have a statue to the rich old fat guy in the middle of Dublin. Here is where your money goes. <laughs> and you should be holding a ticket 
to go to Ballydougal for you know 900 euros on your dime and holding his uh, you know uh, prescription for Viagra paid for by the taxpayers in the other. That's the statue for Ireland right there. I will help raise money to put that statue Make, up, I and it will be better just, spent right. than the subsidies for your rail system. I just want to close on this because this is very important. I would happily pay for Viagra if I thought it would work. I don't want it for nothing. I would happily pay for it. And unfortunately, and they, they could charge me double, and I'd still pay for it. But unfortunately, make it doesn't work. It, I, I, so many insults, and yet I'm not familiar enough with Irish radio to know whether or not I can share them. But uh, thank you very much. I you urge can, everyone, you find, can't, me on Twitter, find me on Twitter, I am M. Graham, and let's work together to build a statue to the screwed-over taxpayer of Ireland, the last schmuck who's still paying the tab for everybody else. And we, and we won't pull it down. Thank you, Michael. Uh, and, uh, of course, he held back about saying things about me that he couldn't say. All right. Uh, how much money do the family owe you? And do you ask for it back? That's next. And then Barry Kenny's in about Belize. <laughs> 